Welcome to Be Dangerous. Um, I'm Jake. This is David. This is Dante. Uh, the three of us are interns at Applied Life Internship in Hot Springs, Arkansas, um, where we're learning to be just Christian men, get biblical principles into our lives, and we've just been serving a ton lately. Yeah. Uh, it's a nine-month internship, and we have about three months left. Yeah. Um, the three of us got together, and we just really wanted to start a podcast and I guess I'll let Dante explain a little bit more on that. Yeah, so basically, you know, our, our name of it is is Be Dangerous. And the point we want to bring across is how to be a, a manly and masculine man. That's the, with a culture that's so focused on creating feminine men, you know, the question is, what does it mean to be a man? And so, Dave, if you want to kick that off, you know, what does it mean to be a man for you? And how does that yeah. apply to your life? Yeah. Well, I think that's a question that is both personal and cultural, you know, Man is the image of God, mm -hmm. and so a culture's wrestle with how to understand and define masculinity really is tied to its understanding of God and how it defines itself. So it's a very yeah. deep question, and yeah. when we see our culture wrestling with that, it's it's deep at a lot of levels. But mm -hmm. I know for me, I would say I gained a lot of passion for masculinity and manhood from a combination of some very good, strong, godly male influences in my life. Yeah. And a number of adverse circumstances and, and trials I dealt with yeah. that showed me the need for, you know, godly manhood. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when we talk about biblical manhood, that's that's something that's a very a very important core issue. You know, we Jesus is both the son of God and the son of man. He constantly referred to himself as the son of man. Yeah. And a part of being Christ like, I, I would say a significant part of following Christ is being the man God made you to be. God yeah. made man as a reflection of his image. Masculinity in and of itself is a reflection of God's image. And mm -hmm. it's important to use that right. Yeah. But yeah. that's a concept we're also big into. I know for me, I was homeschooled. Um, all three of us all, were. Yeah, yeah, all three of us were to some extent. <laughs> well, yeah. And he was, you had a little bit of public school. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 We're, we're, the, we're the purebreds. Right, <laughs> I know, right? Um, and my parents were first generation homeschoolers and I definitely experienced a lot of that. What I think I've found, especially here, a lot of other homeschoolers have experienced is a lot of very, a lot of very good teaching, a lot of very good spiritual grounding, and also a little bit of not so healthy oversheltering. Yeah. And you know, our parents are very, very well intentioned in that, but understanding how those intentions merge with reality, that's been something I've been working through uh, while here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Surrounded by eight other people who are more than happy to tell me how I'm doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I always like it and sometimes I don't like it, but yeah. it's the way it is. Um, but we're all in this phase of life, you know. Uh, Jake is 19, Dante is 20, I'm 22. We are in the phase of life that many young men are, I'm sure many of you are. Um, coming out of adolescence, coming out of childhood and stepping into adulthood and facing the world as men. Yeah, yeah. And that's even more accentuated for guys like me who were, came from a more sheltered background. Mm -hmm. You're breaking out of that shell and, and facing the world for what it is. And it may not, it may not be what you thought it was. It may not be uh, what I expected it to be inside that shell. And you have to let that break and yeah. face reality. Yeah. And this entire situation we're in as young men, this time in our lives, I'm reminded a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean series, you know? Yeah. yeah. Where Jack Sparrow has been free for 13 years, but now his time is up and the, the Kraken is chasing him down to get him. And that almost really is an allegory for where we are in life. You know, yeah. we've had that 13 years of adolescence, we've had this free time as kids, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now we're facing reality, this, this dragon of chaos that is the real world. Right. That very few men have actually survived. There's Enoch and Elijah. 
Jesus would, Jesus didn't survive, but he rose again. He, yeah. But it even killed him. Uh, very few men have actually survived reality. Right. And uh, so we're in that place. You know, Are you going to face it and you know f- wrestle with it? Or are you going to try to run and hide? And we can't run and hide. Yeah, yeah. Those are men, that's where we are. And sure. this situation that we're in, and you know, stepping into manhood, facing that reality, it's really accentuated by the fact that, you know, I moved out moved out on my own and got an apartment and started my adult life a couple of months before COVID hit. Yeah. And so here I am. I just got an apartment. I was working two jobs, 50 hours a week, getting the grind going, getting into my cycle of paying my bills and trying to figure out adult life. Mm. And then the world shuts down. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. And there's a lot of chaos in the nation, um, a lot of political turmoil symbols and monuments and ideals we've always kind of held up as Americans as embodiments of the order and the society we're in have been crumbling and crashing down and being torn apart. Um, and now we're, go- there's Russia and Ukraine are going to war. It's been a very chaotic yeah. couple of years. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so on top of the general challenge of young men coming out of adolescence and facing the world, the world we're facing is quite a nasty place. It's, yeah. it's the, we're being plunged into chaos. And right. the things that have held the real world together have been crumbling. Mm. And that's why it's important to adopt the mindset of being dangerous. Yeah. Because it was a dangerous place. Yeah. And you have to man up and face it. It's it's not easy, but it's it's important. And I think one of the reasons that our culture has been struggling so much lately is because the immense prosperity we've had in America over the past century has led to a lot of safetyism. Yeah. And we saw that this past few years, I think it's becoming more and more obvious to everyone, regardless of what side they stand on the political spectrum, that um, the fear-based reaction to COVID did way more damage to society oh, than yeah. COVID itself. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's what happened when people uh, chose to act in fear. Mm-hmm. And we see that mindset kind of played out across the demographic. Many young people like us mm-hmm. would way rather um, submit to a government system like socialism or communism yeah. and be taken care of and kept safe and comfortable all their lives and actually face freedom right, and yeah. face face responsibility, which is really what freedom is, is mm-hmm. responsibility, yep. and to take on life. Mm-hmm. And that mindset of safetyism, of not wanting to step out and face the world as it is, that really is quite detrimental, especially now that with everything that can be shaken, being shaken before our eyes, that comfort zone is shrinking. Mm-hmm. Things that we used to be able to take refuge in aren't there anymore. Yeah. Whether it was a nice job or um, a secure place like that. You know, yeah. I was blessed to work in a food service job when COVID hit, so my job was quote-unquote essential. Right. My roommate's job was quote unessential, so he lost his job and our apartment. Yeah. And so it's be- as the world is devolving into chaos around us, it's becoming less and less possible to find a plausible comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so hiding there isn't an option anymore for us. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think what a lot of, I know what I've faced and what a lot of young guys like us are probably facing in this period where we're coming out into adult life in the midst of this world is like, how do you face this world? Yeah. We are not God. You can't decide life and death from heaven's right. place, but yeah. what does it mean to play the man in this hour? And then yeah. how do we build our lives effectively and successfully for sure. as young adult men, as image bearers of God, as the image and glory of God, mm-hmm. um, bringing order to this chaos, and that really is well put forth by the the statement "be dangerous." Yeah, and that's not a reckless term. That's not a radical term. It's a simple state, a simple mindset that you're going to happen to life, not the other way around. Yeah, you are in chaos. You're in a quite a, a nasty and dangerous mm-hmm. world, but you're going to be stronger than it. Yeah, you're going to face it head on. You're going to be assertive. You're going to 
put yourself out there in life and bring light into darkness, bring order into chaos, and be the change yeah, in that yeah. environment where you can put yourself in any situation and be that change. I love how uh, Marcus Aurelius said it uh, in his book Meditations. You know, you you get you turn every obstacle into a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. There are obstacles out there. Life's going to happen. Yeah. But if you have the right mindset, you can take ownership and dominion over that. For sure. So. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I love that quote you said. You know, uh, you happen to life. Yeah. Life doesn't happen to you. And I think that's the whole reason why I came to apply life was I grew up in a kind of dysfunctional home, and I always told myself I want to do the opposite of what my parents yeah. did. Right. Yeah. And honestly, that was an immature mindset to have. Um, but what other mindset could I have, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that was the reason I came here. I came here to do the opposite, and by coming here, I've learned how to do the opposite in a mature way. Yeah. yeah. I've learned how, you know, Paul talks about in his class, you manage your life or your life will manage you. Yeah. Um, you manage your thoughts or your thoughts will manage you. You manage yeah. your money or your money will manage you. And I think that's so good. Like, you de- you determine 99% what happens to you. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think that just those those principles that have been instilled in me now is, are going to change my life. They're changing yes. my life now, and they're going to change my life. And uh, as far as manhood, I can't really credit my parents a whole lot to teach me what it means to be a masculine man. Uh, really, all my credit and glory goes to God for that. Um, but one thing I can credit my dad with is he taught me how to be... Uh, a good strong worker and to be a man of integrity he would tell me stories about when he was a manager at a grocery store and he would uh, have new kids that would come in yeah and they wouldn't work yeah they, they would come in they would you know they wouldn't wear their work attire they they would come in and they would show up 15 minutes late yeah. and I remember my dad coming home so stressed about it you know he's like these kids they don't want to work how am I supposed to effectively do my job if these kids don't work mm-hmm. and I remember as as young as six to seven, eight years old, saying, I'm not going to be that person. When yeah, I get a job, yeah. I'm going to be a hard worker. Yes. I'm not going to be the person that my dad hated. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and another great person that has mentored me as far as manhood would be my uh, high school football coach. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, sophomore years when he came in. And before that, we had a, a coach that kind of, you know, we did these little lily gag workouts. They weren't much of anything and we had a losing record and then this coach from a coach from a big high school that has been a winning high school team they've won many state championships comes in and he's telling us get a bulldog position where you you get your shoulders back you stand up straight and i remember the the first um spiel he gave to us and he, he gave us these cr- these three core values and it's love discipline and mes- mental toughness yeah and he gathers us around and he said you want to be a successful man you adopt these core principles and you never let them go yeah and i remember it just it, it created a culture in our high school where we're you know we're, we're respecting our teachers because we have that love we respect our coaches because we have that love and we yeah. love each other and uh we have that discipline so we're starting to push ourselves in workouts we're starting to give it our all yeah. and then we have that mental toughness to push through those hard times and so his main goal wasn't only to have a successful football team and a successful resume, but to create successful and manly men. Yeah. And he raised that up and called it out within me. And uh, also, you know, my credit goes to God. And so with, with those those two things coming together, you know, the Bible talks about how manhood is something that God craves, you know, throughout the, the men that God gives throughout the Bible, he, he called out the man within each of those those yeah. people in the Bible. And we're going to break down throughout this podcast all those different men that God put in the Bible. Um, but definitely, like, even before here, there was never a definitive moment in my life where I was like, I am a man now. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but 
through those the, that learning and that process, I have been able to stand up against uh, culture. You know, yeah. that culture that says you are a feminine man. You know, you are you are weak and blah blah blah. You know, I, through through adopting those biblical principles, I've been able to learn to be a manly man. You yeah. Know? And so it's it's been it's been awesome. You know, Jay, Jay, yeah. do you have any any life? Uh, what does manhood mean to you? Um, well, first, I just want to say, like, I feel like the three of us, we all have a very similar vision on where yeah. we want to go. Yeah. And kind of outlook, but the our life experiences right now have been so different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we all have kind of the heart of just to embrace our radical manism. You right. know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love and, that term, radical uh, manism. Yeah, me yeah, too. <laughs> Stay woke. For men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But um, I know growing up, I grew up in a, a Christian household, but it was more of the kind of go to church yeah. once a, a week and then I'm saved, I'm good. Yeah. Right. Which great life principles, but nothing really like fruitful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also grew up in a fatherless home. But the only um, man I had in my life that just really gave me a good sense of character was my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually a major general in the Air Force, and he was the commander of uh, Texas, wow. the yeah. National Guard. Yeah. And he was over all the bases of the yeah. National Guard in Texas. Yeah. And then he was also uh, American Airlines pilot at the same yeah. time. So a lot of my character principles and standards mm-hmm. for me as a person were very high. Right. And I've always had that. And... I guess one of the scriptures that I've just always held on to was don't let anybody look down on you because of yeah. your youth. Yeah. Um, and I started working when I was 15. And then I followed after my grandfather and got my uh, student pilot's license at age 16. Oh. And then age 17, uh, I had been doing marketing and photography work and media work for my church back home. And... I was at Chick-fil-A one time, and the manager and I were talking. I just came in there a lot, and we became friends. And he was like, what do you do, you know? And I was showing him my work for church. Yeah. And because of that, and then he saw my character yeah. uh, just as something that he hadn't seen in a young person at yeah. 17. Yeah. He hired me as an assistant marketing director right off the bat just because they needed that position, and yeah. he saw my character. Yeah. But even then, having the character, I still didn't really have as much of a manhood sense, yeah. you know. And coming here to L.A., um, I've really been around just men that have that just zeal for God, mm-hmm. but are also humble, also kind, generous, but still, you know, know when to put their foot down. Yeah. So, like, being around y'all has been great. Yeah. And, yeah. Which I've always been a disciplined person, too. Oh, yeah. Like... Um, I've been making my bed, you know, just forever now. Right. Where like some people, you know, you see nowadays, they never once made the bed, you know? Yeah. Right. It's important. One of the great things about being around y'all is y'all just have such, um, a drive for discipline. Yeah. And you know, it's the, show me your friends and I'll show you, you know, what you're going to become. Yes. Right. So just like looking at y'all and seeing where y'all are headed, where I want to head it, it all lines up really well. For sure. And like, um, like y'all working out, for mm-hmm. example, like they've been doing military workouts for the past what, <laughs> yep. three months now. Yeah. Two months, yeah. Two months, yeah. 
it's like y'all are ready for the draft when it is like we're ready to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. But it's just areas like that. And even like I see now like there's areas that I didn't have a dad to teach me in mm-hmm. that I'm picking up from y'all and then other men around here too. It's sure. like yep. just so awesome. So I'm really excited to learn more from y'all in that aspect and then also bring the side I have too. Oh, absolutely. Because like you're obviously our knowledge and then Dante is our muscle. Yep. And then I'm the tech guy. Yep. Yeah. So the three of us are just really balanced yeah. in that yeah. area now. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah, David, you, you came up with the name like Be Dangerous. Yeah. And you told me about the, the Narnia description. And so I think that would be a great thing that you could you, it, it basically outlines, you know, yeah. what be dangerous means. So yeah, and uh, definitely explain that. And first, I've got to credit that I did not invent that name. i got to credit that to my friend Reagan Green and his dad, Rick Green. Actually coined that term, be dangerous, but I adopted it because it's really good uh, yeah. terminology. But yeah. basically, the um, in, and I've not read Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis, but I've, he- I've heard some quotes from it, and one of them is about the lion, Absalom, which is a Christ-type figure. And the question is asked about him, you know, is he safe? And the answer, of course, is, of course he's not safe. But he is good. Yeah. And that really is a very important understanding of life and responsibility and freedom. You know, it's, it's not safe, but it is good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you brought up a good point, Jake. Uh, both of you did, and I've seen this in my life as well, how there may have been lacking in our various upbringings in some ways, to some extent more than others, about the forging of a man in us when we were younger. Yeah. But the fact is we're all young adults now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from now on regardless of what was or wasn't done in the past, that's our responsibility. That That's our flag yeah, to carry yeah. out. That's our baton to, to take for ourselves and then pass on to our kids. Mm-hmm. And that does, that it's our responsibility to, to take ownership of that. Yeah. Um, it's it's all of our responsibility to step out and play the man. Yeah. That's something we have to take hold of for ourselves. Yeah. The mindset of being dangerous, of, of facing life uh, in a forward stance and you know, understanding that it's not going to be safe and comfortable and easy. Yeah. It is going to be dangerous, but you're going to rise that challenge and be equally, if not more so, dangerous to it in the sense you're going to conquer and overcome. Mm-hmm. And that's the mindset you got to have, and it's something we all have to pursue, like it says in Timothy. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but be an example yeah. of the believers. You take ownership of that. You take responsibility of that. Right. And that really yeah. is the core of the mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, you happening to life on the other way around. Yeah. And, of course, that whole ethos of, Facing life not as a, as a safe thing, but as a good thing. Um, facing freedom and responsibility not as safe things, but as good things. That begins with taking personal responsibility and ownership of your life, and that starts with making your bed. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, you know, we all have reasons. We all should be losers, you know? Yeah. yeah. According to society. Like, you grew up without a father. You can't, you got, you, you left your homeless. parents home and you got homeless. It's boom out of nowhere and you just got kicked on the streets. And then, you know, I, I had a, a decent, I had a great family and they raised me up in the church and stuff. Um, but everybody on my mom's side of the family, they're drug dealers or they're, you know, meth heads, you know, strung with alcoholism or something. And, uh, you know, my mom broke that generational curse with me and brought me to church. And now I'm, you know, God's called me to be a missionary. He's doing these foo-foo things in me. Yeah. And it's just showing, you know, is how, how faithful God is, you know, yeah. in the midst of it. And I just love that point you give, you know, like how we happen to life. Yes. And that, that we're yeah. all examples of that. We happen to life, and now we're going to be effective leaders in America. Yeah. 
And Absolutely. I think uh, this podcast is going to be great. Uh, we're going to start breaking down practical things in, in life as far as masculine men and then biblical principles. And so if you're, if you're watching this podcast today, definitely tune in next week because we're going to have some heat. Yeah. I, we're all super excited about this podcast, yeah. and uh, I hope that we can gain some, some traction with a fan base and things like that. I mean, we're not doing it for the fame. We're yeah. doing it to bring this awareness, and bring, we're, we're doing yeah. it to pour out these passions that, that God has put on us in hopes that it will make a difference in America. Yeah, yeah. So. And do we have such a generation now that is like, oh, That'll be when I'm older, I'll be a man, you know? Yeah. yeah. But the truth is, you start now. Yeah. This is the time to plant those seeds. Yep. And even yep. if you're on the right track, this would be a good, just to keep going, you know? Yeah. And always growing yourself. For sure. So, I think it's just going to be really interesting to see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't miss next week. Yeah. Next week.